I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Dope Black Woman podcast. I'm Leanne Levers, one of the co-founders of Dope Black Woman. I'm going to let you introduce yourself because I feel like I want to get into (laughs) how you got to where you are now, but I want you to give yourself the proper introduction and then I'm going to ask some questions and we're going to get into it. So thank you for joining me. Thank you so much. I'm such a fan. I'm like sitting and holding my my feet to the (laughs) ground because I don't want to want to fangirl too much. Um, my name is Ezene uh, Irania, and I'm the founder and CEO of Skin Muse, which is a premium beauty brand that champions inclusivity and sustainability. We specifically cater to the modern Black woman, so we're, we want to be a reflection of her. That's a brand that we're building in luxury beauty. We're inspired by West African practices, and we're here to elevate your self-care ritual from within and out externally as well. Um, more about me, I've been born and raised in Nigeria all my life. I moved to America at 16 by myself. Wow. Crazy. <laughs> when I think about it now, I'm like, that's crazy. Um, I, I, I've loved and always been in beauty. My mother owned a hair salon when I was in Nigeria. My grandmother was very much a holistic healer. So she was always whipping some type of formula in our kitchen for whatever it was that we needed. And um, fast forward to now, I'm, I'm still doing it. I, I love it. It's something that I don't just see as, as a means for beautification, but as a means for self-care, as a means for financial liberation. And um, that's what I'm putting into this business, that DNA. So that's a little bit. I don't think I do a good job introducing myself. <laughs> an amazing job. I was just going to say that is like the epitome of dopeness. Like uh, a couple of my girlfriends and I always talk about the bravery and the courage. I moved to New York when I was 18. And then I moved Mm. here to England when I was um, like 25, 26. And I didn't know anyone when I moved to both places, right? And so my girlfriend and I, who also has done similar traveling, always talk about how, um, how courageous it is, but also how liberating it is in a certain sense, right? To kind of be able to be your most kind of authentic self when you move to a new place, you don't have anybody judging you or no preconceived notions of expectations of anybody who's going to think you're supposed to be a certain way. So what was for you moving? What was the reason for you leaving Nigeria and then moving to the States? Was it to start working or what was the... It was for education, actually, you know, when you come from, I love my country, um, definitely love it. Now I'm a dual citizen, but I love, love Nigeria. Unfortunately, after high school, the education system fails us in a great way. So I graduated high school at 15 and I, you know, applied for engineering (laughs) to come to school in America at the University of Oklahoma. (laughs) Wild. (laughs) I got it. (laughs) I know. I got accepted and I did it, you know, with the help of my mother and and the people around me, especially my mom. God bless that woman. She made sacrifices so I could have some type of comfort here when I I moved here. Mm. But I came and I and I I graduated school. 
it was at the my first move was very scary I think as a young child then I would probably wouldn't do it I can I can handle it but not everyone can handle that type of responsibility coming to a new country you know we were very well traveled but nothing it's one thing to visit a space but it's another thing to live in a space yeah so you know so many hurdles we have to cross but after graduation I moved by myself to California didn't know anyone I believe that was more of a liberating move for me because I really was more confident confident and comfortable who I was and willing to really sit in my flaws and willing to really get to know who is is an alien you know I used to use my west my western name when I first moved I never really got comfortable using my name as a name but doing my move here was very important that I made sure people knew who my what my name was and what it stood for and really owned it so it's been the most beautiful thing I always tell people if you're thinking about moving especially if you don't have kids or you know you don't have anyone to really like take care of do it um do it do it do it do it (laughs) well so you are a solo traveler entrepreneur skincare expert do we have anything Mm -hmm. else to add to the list of titles I'm a I'm a hobby hopper. I'm a I'm a very much acclaimed hobby hopper, which means I <laughs> I have hobbies that have nothing to do with content creation or making money. I dibble oh. and dabble in every everything. I've done from golfing to flower flower arrangements to wow. now I just recently I recently bought a tennis racket because I really want to like learn how to play tennis. I don't have to be good at these things, right? They just have to make me give me like some type of joy or relief at some point in time in that in that minute. Yeah. I don't, I'm not looking to be Serena Williams or Tiger Woods when I do these things. I just want to know the basics. And do I enjoy it? And if I don't enjoy it, I drop the hobby and pick up the next thing. And um, like I tried knitting one time. I liked it, but it was too much work. <laughs> so I, I dropped that. But I'm a hobby hopper and I'm proud of it. I tell people all the time, like, I'm proud of it. And if I like it a lot, most likely I won't post about it because I don't want the pressure of making it like a... Coming, con- like, yes. Yeah. A performance thing it really is I'm I love that aspect about me so yes <laughs> I mean I think that's an amazing element or an amazing approach to self-care right it's like you do mm-hmm. things purely for the enjoyment of it and rather than just like feeling like you need to perform or post it on Instagram or whatever it is yeah. um, but it it seems like you also genuinely love skincare, right? So talk to us. I mean, you mentioned that it it was a part of your kind of upbringing in Nigeria. So talk mm-hmm. to us a little bit about how you fell in love and then when you decided to make it a business. Oh, from a really young age, I was introduced to self-care through skincare. Mm. Um, I was Beauty was my first introduction to what it meant to, you know, really take care of yourself self-care comes in many different ways for us but for me and my family you know for my culture as you are as you know as you're aware black women they teach you from a young age you have to do your hair you know mm-hmm. take you, your mom is slathering something on your grandma or mom is slathering something on your skin when they put the shea butter on all, over your all over your body my mother when we were kids she would make sure we get our hair done every weekend so every weekend was like a ritual so either the hair we had a hair braider and him her name is Antipola 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 grew up with me Antipola is like one of my another mom to me so she would come and and braid our hair we'd go to her and um it was just such a mentally I I think that was mental it was it was like a mental session a healthcare uh, therapy session with Antipola every weekend you know like clockwork we she doesn't have kids so we were basically her kids and um, 
growing up, it also I also grew up seeing women that look like me use beauty as a way for financial liberation. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just a way for them to just look beautiful. It wasn't a vanity metric. It was a way to my you know build houses, you know, put your children to school. Um, you really, really have independence outside of marriage. So I've been in this this industry has planted seeds in my heart that I didn't even know as a kid. I used to make fun of my mom when I was a child. You do too much makeup. This is crazy. Yeah. Um, you do too much. This too you do too much. But now that I'm grown, that was her way of finding. She was, she worked so hard. She was not only did she own a salon, but she also worked in aviation. She was a director of aviation. Oh, so wow. that was probably her way of giving herself some type of relief. Um, fast forward till till now, I actually. My first job when I moved to America, as soon as I got my work permit, it took two years to get it. As soon as I got it that week, I drove to Dillard's to apply to be work as a beauty stylist. Oh, wow. And that was my first. So I've never really dibbled and dabbled outside of the beauty industry. That was my first job. I remember driving, telling God, I said, God, if they give me a job that's not behind the beauty counter, if it's in clothing or shoes, you know I'm not gonna take it. So this, is, this has to be, it has to be in beauty. And even when they were interviewing me, I was like, I cannot fold. I can't fold for yeah. nothing, but but put me behind the counter. That's where I can thrive. And they put me as a perfume girl. Um, I was working there. I was in Oklahoma, like I said, so it was another diversity. And the only black manager in the beauty department store worked at Lancome and she noticed me. And she already had like two other black women in her team, which was a lot for Oklahoma. So I'm thinking like, there's no way she's going to give me a position there, but she did. So we were four black women at this at this Lancome counter in one of the biggest counters for Lancome. We were doing like a million dollars at that counter. So it was a big deal for her to have that many black women at that counter. And she took a shot. She was like, she didn't care. And, um, from there I, I that's how that's the job I had through college then I got a job at Dior as a business manager my old boss also brought me she went to Dior and she's like let's go <laughs> so Okay, nice. it's like, she's like more money more you know flexibility and I started really diversity was so important to me so I would actually start teaching the girls at the counters how to talk to black women how to yeah. prescribe skincare to black women how to really study black skin makeup because I had to learn from YouTube because the girls that they had the women they had teaching us about makeup didn't know how to do black yeah. makeup yeah for darker skin tones black and brown so that became my thing so I actually started traveling around that region it was my job to travel around the region and teach the the beauty stylists how to be diverse how to speak to people you know in in diversity how to prescribe things so I've always loved it It, it's so interesting to see for me it's a way to really really give yourself make yourself feel seen Mm. if you feel beautiful yeah you look good feel you feel look think of yourself on your best looking day when you get out of the hair salon or when you just get your nails done that feeling um is what I want every one of us to carry through our lives yeah it's so true like if you're in a bad mood and you just go and get your nails done you feel cleaner you feel good about yourself you feel you know you get a little excitement it yeah it gives you that like yeah that feeling and you know you walk around like I'm that girl I'm that girl yeah yeah and it, it was just I come coming from Nigeria where women are like me are such prioritized in the beauty industry and coming to Oklahoma you know America in general <laughs> I was like oh yeah. my 
you know, I was like, oh my gosh, this is ghetto. This is not the way I'm used to being represented. So I'm just doing my part with Game Muse. I'm making sure that we have representation, especially in luxury beauty, because we spend so much on it. Yeah. And what would you say, I mean, before we get into Skin Muse and all of the various products that you have, what would you say are kind of the main skincare tips that all Black women need to pay attention to or adhere to? And and how does that fit into Skin Muse? Mm, Honestly, honestly, it's for when it comes to skincare, find what fits for you. Find it's like a recipe, find the recipe that fits for you because a lot of times you see people trying to do what their friend is doing or trying to buy the same products if you can't maintain that routine don't even start it Mm. so don't even start it it's don't start it because you're going it's not going to feel you know like a relief it's going to feel like a you know like an expense or or a burden every time you do it so find what fits for you my second tip would be to make it a ritual make it when I say self-care ritual like my beauty routine in the evening is a little crazy it what takes is an your hour. skincare routine an hour <laughs> it takes an hour it takes an hour so the last one is obviously drink water everybody drink all the yeah. water um but the, the the self-care ritual for me like at night my mornings are usually like too structured but at night it's like I have flexibility mm. so I light a candle wow um, okay. put on I put on some music, whatever I'm feeling at that moment. Then, you know, I usually will start with my hair. If my if I have my natural hair out, I'll oil it, you know, put it up in twist or something. Then I'm done with that. Then I might do a mask, depending on the day that it is. If it's not a mask, then I just like rub my face, wash my face. I use a soft bristle toothbrush. Okay. To exfoliate, to exfoliate my skin every night, you know, just a little bit. It's very soft, so it's not too harsh where it's like too much. It just comes, it helps to wash everything, get everything out. And then I do, you know, my whole beauty routine. I do the serums, the toner, um, put the moisturizer on, and I seal it on with um, uh, an oil, moringa oil, which my entire 90% of my skincare routine, I kid you not, is all black owned, all black owned. Um, after I finish that, then I kind of, you know, do my body. If I'm, I'm taking a shower, I'll, I'll just, you know, put my my body care products on. And then I finish it up with my nail care, which usually will involve like a cuticle oil that I'll go over and then just like rub it on. Um, because the music is playing naturally, it takes me forever to finish this thing. Yeah, so you're <laughs> by the time I'm really in the groove at this point in time. I'm having a good time. I'm really spending some time with myself or with my partner. Sometimes, you know, they'll join me and it's like a whole thing for both of us now. He enjoys it. He loves it. And um, it's really a moment for me to be present with myself. Yeah. Like, okay, this is me telling my body that, okay, how are you doing? You know, especially after I've taken a shower, a bath. I'm, I'm a bath. I love a good bath. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it's, it's, I love it. I love, I really do. <laughs> actually just inspired me after we finish this call i'm gonna like go and get my face mask on and exfoliate which i haven't done in i don't know how long <laughs> um, yeah it's just, and, i love it i really do yeah, it's amazing no and i feel like most women should be all women should be spending that kind of time with themselves and if you're doing it in a way that also results in making yourself feel good and look good then you know it's like mm. filling multiple yeah. birds with one stone so how does that yes. translate to to skin muse 
tell us about how skin got started and what the products mm-hmm. are so we we actually did a soft launch november 2019 um we actually launched uh, people don't believe me it was a christian women pop-up wow. it was a christian it was a it was a christian women conference and we paid 50 dollars for a booth you know and we had to rush because we weren't ready so it took us two weeks to you know get everything together website I mean, I built the website myself, products, everything that we needed. We did it all in two weeks. And it was my, I say we, it was really my partner and I, that beautiful, beautiful man. I had him working like a, I worked him to the bone. <laughs> I worked him to the bone. But um, that's how we launched. And that was like the confirmation I needed that this business was going to thrive because we had a line at the pop-up. We had a table, wow. even the hotel staff was buying from us. So that really showed that, okay, we, we, we know what we're doing. Um, after that, we, we launched officially, like, you know, legalized everything in 2020. So we're a pandy baby. Okay. We're, a little over t- we're, we're a little over two years now. Um, in those two years, when it comes to our, our mission is inclusivity and sustainability within luxury beauty. Mm-hmm. And why, that, why we've made that our mission is because Black women spend twice as much as every other demographic. Um, 84% of us actually make purchase, purchase beauty products for our family members. Yeah, and a lot of people don't know. Really, we are the highest consumer base in this space. And we have no financial equity. When you think of mm-hmm. LVMH, which is Louis Vuitton, Moet, and Hennessy, you know, they own a lot of the luxury, luxury brands in general, not outside of beauty as well. Okay. Um, when you think of Estee Lauder, they own so much in the beauty industry. But even though we are the people who are keeping it, you know, thriving and moving, we don't have accurate representation of what it means for us to be in this space so where our goal is to bring that representation accurately and that is meaning however we want to show up with the nails like for instance our products our biggest body butter size which is a 16 ounce comes with a free golden spoon that you can scoop because most black women you have you have your nails you don't want to getting stuck so we're thinking about that not just are we having great products but we're thinking about the ritual how is your self-care ritual making you feel seen how is it giving you ease you know those type of processes when we are cuticle oil that's currently ranked top 10 by lusa when we were you know formula for making the formula for it we tested it out of a black owned beauty bar in inglewood and you know they all wanted something really natural especially people who work in the medical field a lot of us work in as nurses especially in california and um they wanted something really natural now it's three ingredients that's in there shea um citrus and moroccan oil as well right yeah, so those are the three active ingredients in there. And it was really because these women spoke up and, and gave us feedback about how they wanted the process. We even have a rollerball. They were, they, a lot of women didn't like the brushes. They were, I don't like the brush. It gets old. It gets, it looks a little dirty. Yeah. You know, they don't want it. And that's why we have a rollerball. It goes back to the experience for us. So this brand, when we say as an authentic reflection of the modern Black woman, it's really that Black, because Black women are not monolithic. You know, yeah. we're not all the same. It's really that black woman that 
doesn't like to be inconvenienced. She doesn't like to be inconvenienced. She wants to feel prioritized holistically. She wants to feel seen. She's actively trying to buy black or, you know, try actively working to, to make sure her coins do more than just give her a good product and experience. So that's who we cater to. That's who we, we acknowledge. And that's who we're really here for to create space for mm -hmm. um, primarily. Anyone can participate, anyone can jump in, but primarily this is who we want to make sure is being served before anyone else. Um, but back back to the question, you know, we've, we've been in business two years now uh, because Black women are such a loyal consumer group. Yeah. We have been able to maintain um, a really high retention rate. We've been featured by Issa, Beyonce, we've been in Vogue and Essence. Um, we got so much free PR. The first time we were featured in Elle magazine was because of a Black woman. She was in the room and apparently they were using the oil on models. And because they were used, she brought, she brought the oil in, she brought the body oil in and they were used on other models. And because they used it on their models, they had to put it in the magazine that oh, this was wow. used on the shoe. And it was actually shot at a Black woman's house too. Um, that just, I mean, the way that this business has grown has just like really poured into my heart. We bootstrapped yeah. our way. So, you Black know, we've generated- Black women for each other. They really, really, when I tell you our first, our first grant, which is, you know, basically free investment money was given to us by two Black women who run yeah. the LA Black Investors Club. It's been, I mean, they're really, 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 this, the DNA in us is, is, a, is, is Black women. So- I hope that answers that question. I can talk yeah. too much. I'm too, I'm, yeah, I hope that answers that question. <laughs> no, that's amazing. And I think what's so nice is that you obviously love this business so much. And the fact that you took the time to really listen to what Black women wanted. And now you see that in every aspect of the product, of the packaging, of the business, the way you, um, you know, the people that have promoted it and the people that have invested in, mm -hmm. in the business are as you said two black women as well i think that's just a, such a beautiful thing to see because i think so many times people who own uh you know black owned businesses often feel like they can't do it on their own and they need to like reach outside of our community to to make it big or to be successful and you've literally mm -hmm. done it by just leaning into your community into our community yes. i think that's a beautiful thing yes. i think most people are scared to do that you know yeah. When we when we first started, I remember wanting shelf space at a particular retailer. I will not say their name. Okay. And they legit told us our ethnic aisle is full. They wow. said that we were like a couple months old, and I I remember that feeling of fear of of like feeling like oh my gosh, is this gonna be a barrier that I'm going to have to face mm -hmm. every single time, and. I, I, I'm not gonna lie initially it made me sway like I had to you know counsel advisors what do you think what I'm doing am I you know am I locking myself in a box with really being this strong about what our, our mission statement and everyone who was a black woman said no we need this we need this we need this we need this don't listen to outside voices the stronger I have leaned into my community the more the for I, I feel like I'm 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 planting seeds on fertile soil. I'm not planting seeds yeah. where I'm not wanted. I'm not planting seeds where you know the soil can be diluted. Mm -hmm. I'm planting seeds where I know that I will be in I will bloom to my my fullest extent. And that's really in my community. Um 
even down to our sustainability aspect, we, we, we're a brand who's always done refill policies from the beginning. Amazing. We're a brand who every packaging that we do, we try to make sure, well, we strive to make sure that you can reuse it in two other ways. So that's something that's very much in our culture. You go into underneath the sink. Yeah. Bags that the plastic bags <laughs> and the containers. <laughs> you open the freezer, you think it's ice cream, but it's really yeah. so soup. <laughs> awesome. Jello fries somewhere, you know? <laughs> And it was just so important that we were able, initially, so many people were like, oh, luxury, luxury, you can't do luxury with Shay, you can't do luxury with Coco Pata. And I'm like, hold my beer, watch me, <laughs> watch yeah. us do it. You know, these are things, these, these ingredients, the shade tree takes two years before it produces its first um, fruit. Wow. You know, that's a that's a really tedious process to extract shea butter. So it's a luxury to have it uh, dispensable. So it was just, I've, I, I say my motto is stand in your truth and the world will make room for you. So for anyone listening, that fear, don't let anybody tell you anything. We have the dollars. We know how to make things shake. Um, it's, it's harder than any, just like any, any road traveled, less traveled is, is, you know, less, course, you know, yeah. it's, it's harder, but there's communities to help you get through there really is there really yeah. really is yeah that's amazing what would you say is like the one skincare product of skin muse that every black woman has to have oh easy the divine body oil Issa ray spoke about this and i quote this is the product that you buy your mom who returns everything wow <laughs> yes this is the product that really honestly because it smells reminiscent of, of someone once called it the modern day Chanel number no. five. Wow. It's soft and powdery. That's the smell is very sensory experience. Then when you apply the oil on your skin, it's fast absorbing, right? It's, it, it doesn't, it doesn't leave that oily feeling that you yeah. get from a body oil. It really absorbs well. It it just gives you a beautiful shine where it, your your skin looks like it's bronze. It's bronze underneath the sun. Um, it has vitamin E in there, rose hip, Egyptian honey. Oh, rose it's hip. Just, God. Okay. Yes, and, you know it's that oil, and that was my formula. When I say I was in my bag, I was I was in my bag. <laughs> um, and it's named after my baby sister. Her name is Divine. Oh. Yes, it's it's. I really made that with her in my mind because she's such a beautiful spirit and soul, and she's sensitive. She has sensitive skin. She couldn't. She loves fragrances, but she can't wear um, perfumes most of the time. So, so this the oil, is, yeah, it works for her because yes. she can have the scent exactly. But still, yeah, but still, Amazing. you know, best of both worlds. Stay moisturized and smell great. So if you're li- the divine body oil is oh, I I she really is that girl. <laughs> That's amazing. That's amazing. What would you yes. say is, um, are there any trade-offs to making what you love into a business? Like, are there days when you're like, oh, I can't be asked to do this or just like, you know, in terms of it being, because you have to treat it like a business now. It's not just yes. a hobby yes. that you can yes. pop off of. I say um there's so much that has happened that I didn't know then that I know now. Just like you said, it's a business. It's it's not a hobby. And I, when I first started it, I had to learn how to stop working in the business and start working on the business. Okay. Um, 
had to learn my role in essence of it's not just making sure day-to-day orders are fulfilled it's making sure what is my strategy right mm-hmm. um I had to invest in my education meaning my my degree in school even though I went to for advertising I actually ended up graduating with an advertising degree in enterprise studies but I didn't feel strong as a businesswoman so I signed up for accelerators that helped me, you know, learn business strategy, things like taxes and, you know, how to, you know, have your account, your books in order, mm-hmm. where to go if you need um, resources about funding and capital. People don't like to talk about money. I don't know why <laughs> people don't want to talk about money. I don't know why we like to be hush hush about it, but I really had to get over the fear of how, you know, how much it would take to run this business and mm-hmm. really get into grant writing we've raised over $150,000 just free money that I found you know on these um from these accelerators and these places I've gotten these resources I will also say um sacrifices I have had people we don't like to talk about that so I don't know why but you're going to lose people as you ascend Mm. not not everyone can ascend with you um and you have to set boundaries I'm very if I falter on my boundary with you, I most likely will regret it. I've learned. Okay. So <laughs> I'm very, very much a boundary setter. You have to set boundaries on your time because this business is the whole full-time child. There's no, yes, you can say you work eight hours a day, 40 hours, but some weeks you're going to have to work 60 hours. And that's right. the truth. And some weeks you're going to work 20 hours. Um but you're going to have to know that there are sacrifices to be made. If somebody is not supporting you or somebody is minimizing it, cut them out. That's the sacrifice. Cut them out immediately because you don't need that voice of doubt because fear is a big thing. One of the biggest ways, biggest things that stops people from fulfilling their lives or their dreams is fear. So you can already... Every day I have to overcome. Every time we have a new project, there's so much overcoming of fear. I have to speak to God. Yes, exactly. I'm like, okay, you know, God, like how is everyone, I hope I'm doing the right thing and really checking with my Holy Spirit. But um, I have learned, 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 like if you make me feel small or if you minimize me or if if you just don't believe in what I'm doing, it's okay to have your opinion, but I have to make sure you cannot let I can absorb that and absorb that energy and um structure I'm very very structured like if you look at my calendar it's insane um I'm very structured I my hope is that five years from now I won't have to work like a like so hard but in this moment I know that I have to be extremely structured because it's not just me on the team now we have like seven people working amazing news so they're so, depending on you as well, yeah. Exactly, and I'm not. When I say invest in 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 yourself, I I had to get a life coach through a grant program. People don't like to talk about money; these things are expensive. But I found a grant, and they gifted me a life coach for a year. I had to get a therapist, um, really, because I need I need my team to know that I'm sound enough to make solid decisions. So for me to be sound enough to make solid decisions, I have to invest in my mind. Um, I usually take a self-care, um, self-help course, it, it, whether it be funding or IT or anything. I don't really feel anything that scares me. I try to take a course to help me get more comfortable with the topic. So I would say those are the things I would say. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this is such an amazing conversation. I feel like there are so many people that talk about doing the things that you are actually doing. You know what I mean? Like mm. talk about investing in yourself. We talk about 
um, trying to build your skills, but you're actually doing all of those things at once and still finding time to care for yourself and be gentle with yourself. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's it's such and, a beautiful yeah. thing to see. Oh my goodness. Thank you. Thank you so much. And I, I, I want to add one more thing because with this thing I remember when I first when last year it was getting a little crazy and I sat with my life coach and I told her I said I'm afraid that I'm going to have to sacrifice my rest in order to be successful Mm -hmm. especially as a black black woman it's we do so much right we do so much for ourselves so many roles for other people yeah so many roles and I and I told her and she said but why is that what you want every other black woman to hear that you have to you can't rest to get success so I have those weeks that it's it's crazy but I now I've learned to speak up you know if I'm tired yeah I will tell people I'm tired I cannot show up in my best please give me a, you know a day or two to rest I'm comfortable saying that because I deserve rest um I usually schedule four days out the month that I know that okay this is for me and my partner to be present in my life like yesterday I spent the day with my mom I was very tired but I know I needed that her energy and her spirit mm. you know to just like reset so I was with her and, and my partner we just, I just that those were things that bring me rest and and, and self-care so don't be afraid schedule breaks because life is so busy there's always something to do i literally go on my calendar and on my calendar as crazy as it is a block <laughs> of days every a block of days every month and i turn my brain off i say you're not curing cancer you're not curing aids you're not a doctor you can turn your brain off any email mm. you can get back to it, it. Can wait you yeah know? it can everything can wait everything seems so rushy and it's worked for me I don't think I'm the most hardworking person in the world, but I know that I'm extremely consistent. So that's what I strive for, consistency. Yeah. And it's interesting that you said that your version of rest is actually spending quality time with you, mom. I think so many of us think of rest as sleeping or going to the mm-hmm. spa, or but it's really activities or spending time with people that fill your mm-hmm. tank right mm-hmm. what is mm-hmm. your what what does self-care look like what what does rest look like for you oh i love rest oh <laughs> i love 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 rest if i oh i love rest lord keep me alive for a long time i don't need to snap <laughs> me up <laughs> um it, for me it's in different ways you know I, I do the things where on sundays for instance i don't pick up the phone I don't pick up the phone. I, I'm not on the phone. I need to take a break. I I hate the fact that I'm I'm so accessible sometimes, you know. Yeah. So I put the I put the phone away. Um, before 10 a.m., you usually except except you're my sister, my baby sister. Mm-hmm. You usually can't reach me um, because my phone's on do not disturb. At 10 p.m., it goes back on do not disturb. Um, those are the times for me to turn off my mind. Uh, I schedule, you know, the four days out. I try to go on trips. It doesn't have to be something elaborate like Dubai or Paris. It could be a drive down the to a hotel down the street, mm. right? Just ways for me to get out because I work from home. So sometimes right. I need to get out of the space. Yes. And also like, you know, we talked about spending time with people. I love my partner. He's an amazing, amazing, amazing person. And my mom, just spending time with people who don't take from me fill up my bucket Mm. so I know that if I'm with these people they're not going to ask anything of me I can just sleep and show up you know on on, on (laughs) the couch and they'd be fine you know they feed me they're fine they put pour love into me they pray over me so these are ways that and back to the hobby hopping every hobby that I've picked up is a hobby that helps me turn my mind off you'll be surprised how much 
like golfing. I didn't, I never knew how great that was from to turn up my mind because all I'm concentrating on is my form and the and the golf ball. That's it. Yes. So I've been able to really, I really prioritize it. I really, really do. I really do. I I sleep. I have a schedule. I don't like to sacrifice my sleep. There are days, again, we're being honest, where it's crazy. But I make sure to schedule in those periods of rest. If you wait for rest to come, it won't come. You, I have you have to be active about it. Yes. Wow, this is such an amazing conversation. Thank you for sharing with me all of these like yes. gems that I need to incorporate into my own life. <laughs> um, tell us what's next for Skin Muse. What's the next? Oh. So this year, it has been, I would say, our most exciting year. We actually just received $20,000 from Cantu. Amazing. Um, Congratulations. Um, thank you. We it just At Essence Festival, you know, we were presented with a check. Um, we just we just actually, we have a, a, a product launching in October. We haven't told anyone, but I can say it now, now that we know. <laughs> We're launching a fragrance in, in, you know, Q4 of this year. I'm so excited about that. So that's one of the things that's next. We're going to be expanding. So we're getting a bigger space. I'm so happy to have an option to not only have work, have to work in my apartment, but just a space where, a space where you know, big enough for the whole team to, to come in and just be present. We're all remote, you know, 100%. But I would love where, you know, people need to, if they need in. it, can come in. And um, lastly, we have our annual Lemuse brunch coming up, which will be in October. It's a brunch where we call it an intersection of beauty, culture, and community. Um, I love, love. Last year, we had a girl fitting station so you can get your girls for your teeth. Oh, dope. Um, which I thought was, you know, when I first brought it up, people were like, is that, is that a luxury experience? I'm like, oh, you just wait. And they, they were, we had people from Silicon Valley. I mean, like black executives getting their girls. Paris. <laughs> it was, you know, they had a line out the wazoo. I was like, this is your, you guys is funny at this point. <laughs> but um, things like that, you know, you come to the, the, the bar, we had pre-rolls, uh, uh, you know, as well, because oh, people no. like to yes these are things that are part of our culture so we it's it's a brunch that really is the most shows us in the most authentic way this year's theme is um black owned so we we expect that you come in a black owned um outfit of, of some sort yes last year was opulent and when I, the people really showed up i mean people really took the theme to heart so i'm excited to see what they do this year um so that's what's next for us yes yes well please yeah. invite dope black woman i want to come oh we will and- and have a pre-rolled at your event. And <laughs> yes. <my> girls done. <laughs> yes, yes, we will. We will. You, you, you don't worry. You guys definitely have a seat with that other table anytime, please. Yes. Thank you. Thank you so much. And let people know where they can get skin news. Like where do we buy it? Where can oh. we So if you type S-K-N-M-U-S-E um you it, where, that's our name everywhere social media online you can find our website www.sknmuse we have a few locations um that were shelved in um some in brooklyn dc oh. la uh we ha- we actually have a locations tab so if you just go on our locations tab you, you can find us from all the way from brooklyn up until rochester new york <laughs> 
yes yeah, so we have little we have um stores there little 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 points that you can you can meet us at and then uh last but not least you know when you order online you can meet us anywhere in the world we yeah. ship worldwide we ship worldwide and and we enjoy it thank you follow us on instagram subscribe we always do deals we don't do sales or we're not the brand that has a lot of sales because we want to pay we actually source 70 percent of our resources from black businesses so we want to pay um appropriately so we don't do discounts but we always have like we music vip perks that you can okay. participate in yes yeah. you know mm-hmm. well our mm-hmm. community of dope black women love supporting black owned businesses so i can only imagine that they're mm-hmm. gonna definitely check out the website i'm gonna be in new york in september so i will definitely find the store yes. and go and check it out oh, so, thank yeah. you Thank you so much Thank for joining you. me. I really appreciate it. And we've had it's been such an insightful conversation. Actually, one of my favorite conversations that I've had so far. Oh. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate that. What one thing I will I would I, you know what we should do? We're gonna make we we're gonna make a code for your community too. Oh, so that when would be they, dope. Yes, I, I, I we're gonna make dope black women just literally type in DBW and um you can get a nice little 10% off. I'm gonna I'm gonna get that done actually making that would sure. Be amazing. <laughs> yeah, I'll definitely share and we'll share that with our WhatsApp groups and make sure that our women come out and support because the brand sounds absolutely amazing. I need to get the body oil. And actually I have oh, a couple of girlfriends who don't use perfume just like your sister. Oh. So I'm gonna recommend it to them as well. Oh thank you. And when you buy from us we have sustained a therapy fund for black kids under 25 Amazing. so when you when you buy from us every quarter you can either get free therapy or subsidized therapy and not only do we extend it to black kids but we also extend it to black trans women um we, we don't talk about that we were so humble but that is something that's really important to us and um yeah so know that your dollars are, are not just it's important because we want people to be able to access it right we want people to know that there is a resource because and therapy is something that we talk about a lot in our community because so many women so many of the black women in our community now are just starting to engage with therapists are just starting to kind of recognize how important Mm -hmm. it is not because they have a problem but because they everybody needs therapy (laughs) like we all yeah everyone and and imagine if kids already know just like we teach them about eating healthy or or working out they need to know about mental health resources so when you buy from scamus know that we've sponsored over 50 therapy sessions in the past two years um so and we do it through a black owned female practice um Mm -hmm. out of philadelphia so she's an amazing, I love that we do her. She does therapy, she does um, sensory um, treatments for kids. So either music or dance or coloring. So I really like that. I really trust her, what she does. So yeah, thank you so much. I appreciate that. Yes. That's amazing. Thank yeah. you so much. So thanks everyone for listening. Don't forget to share and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts from. We will be back with you next week, but until then, stay blessed and unapologetically black. Thank you. And that's it. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. 
seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.